1: Inside for Elba, Elba will score, Elba will
0: score, Newcastle has won, but it will get a the score,
1: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just going to respond to a number of comments that I have received today and a lot of questions I've received and sort of uh, I told you so's from a lot of people, which I think is very fucking interesting. Obviously, uh, Joseph Suwalii representing Samoa in this World Cup, obviously played on the wing for the Roosters, got winger of the year. Uh, was incredible this year, mate, to the State of Origin side. Uh, a lot of people obviously very anti Suwalii because of the way that he's come into the league, the amount of hype he's had. Uh, we hate when people get hyped up in rugby league we want to see them cut down constantly I don't understand why that is our attitude but it is the way that rugby league works I can understand a lot of South fans not liking Su obviously left the club and whatnot. I get it uh, probably doesn't help his cause that he's at the roosters as well people don't tend to like the roosters and like the roosters when they're successful unfortunately they tend to be successful quite often they tend to get the next young superstar coming through the league and uh, for me I look at Su in and his body shape his confidence um, the fact that he, he already knows Knows how good he can be, but just his temperament as well. I mean, he's a very down to earth kid. Everyone that I've ever spoken to that's had anything to do with him has said how much of a nice kid he is, how respectful he is. Um, you know, so there's not many more compliments I can give. I think sometimes, uh, I think a lot of people have actually got confused between Suwali and his management and the way that their management handles things and the way that people around Suwali talk and act and the noises that they make. Realistically, it's not reflected in anything that Suwali does. He's had the incident where he runs a Occasionally, with his knee too high, which I agree, needs to get out of his game, which I'm sure he will. But outside of that, this kid has actually not done anything wrong, really. He's taken advantage of the situation he is in, as he should. He has gone to, in his opinion, the best club he can be at, as he should. Uh, and he's absolutely brained it there out on the wing. He has been sensational. He has said a few times that fullback is, is his better position. Um, as it is with most superstar wingers uh, that start in our game. That's where you first get your gig out on the sting. You move your way in. You look at Greg Inglis's, Anthony Minichello's, Israel Folau's. All these guys, they get their opportunity on the wing. They eventually want to move back to fullback. Unfortunately for the club he is at, he's got James Hodesko at fullback. And then the next man up is probably Joey Marnie. So he's probably third string, which makes life very tough for him. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out over the next few years. Once again, it wasn't elite that came out and said, They should move James Tedesco on. It was someone in his party or someone that's associated with him. I don't even know if it's fair to say in his party. So once again, don't associate those outrageous comments with Sueli. It really is an unfair uh, connection to make. If you hear him say those comments, by all means, blow up up Deluxe. I wouldn't be impressed with that. But you've got to remember this is a lot of the reasons why people don't like this kid – it's not because of things that he has said or done. It's his management. He's a 19-year-old kid being guided by people that have obviously got their own interests as well. So there's a lot that goes into this. So he came into this World Cup. He's announced he was going to play for Samoa, which I think is fantastic. Everyone's calling him money-hungry and all this sort of stuff. Turned down a lot of money that he could have made at the Kangaroos to represent Samoa. Turned down potentially you know, an opportunity to win a World Cup with the Kangaroos as well. I personally think he would have been an automatic pick in the Kangaroo squad. And I personally think he would have been a starting winger as well off the back of his fantastic season. So once again, credit to this young kid who could have gone and played for the Kangaroos and made all the money, all this extra money. He would have probably played most games because he would have been young enough to get some experience into him in the games i have already played, but probably good enough to feature in the top games. I reckon there's a chance that he might have played every single game of the tour, realistically, because he's in that really delicate spot where he could have sort of played all of them. Anyway, he's chosen to play for Samoa. He's chosen to play uh, in that side and he's the best fullback choice they have got. They've got other guys in the squad that potentially could have played for. Full- They've got Hamiso, they've got Stephen Crichton. I mean, there's a lot of guys in this side that could play fullback. Uh, They have gone for him. We've seen Chanel Harris-Tavita at different points throughout his career play fullback as well. I don't think he's a fullback. But it's great to see Joseph Suweli given this opportunity on the biggest stages to show what he can do. Game one, it was an absolute shit fight. Yeah, they took on England. They got beaten 60 points to six. He didn't really have any highlights or anything. As you can imagine, when your team only scores one try and it's an intercept, uh, pretty tough to have impact on a game. I mean, if you put James Tedesco in that game, his team loses 60-6. to 60. Teddy probably doesn't come up with all that many plays. Uh, same as Tom Trevojevic, same as Billy Slater, same as any fucking player of all time. You've got to remember, this kid is only 18, 19 years old. Yeah, he hasn't really trained at fullback. Um, he's played that one game against the South Senior Rabbitohs where he got shifted there, where the Roosters were down to hardly any men in a finals game. And we And so many people just made a decision about Suwa Lee off the back of that, which I can't, I can't explain to you how stupid that is. And if I have to try to explain that to you, you're already a lost cause on the topic. You got no idea. So he's been put in a very, very tough spot, but I just want to go through, you know, for the people saying, oh, he's doing nothing there. He's just a winger. He's not going to be a fullback. Even just to take you through those games where, you know, it seemed like he did nothing. So, Against England, they got beaten 66, yeah? He didn't have a try, he didn't have a try assist, nothing doing. He had 15 runs for 198 metres, yeah? So he ran for almost 200 metres. He had eight tackle breaks and he had one line break. If you go back and watch that one line break, it was incredible. He had three errors, no doubt about that. He he made his mistakes. I think he made the most mistakes of the team as well. So it wasn't fantastic, yeah? It wasn't his greatest performance. But if you're... You know, if your poorest performance at fullback is a line break, eight tackle breaks, and 198 metres in a 60-6 to six drumming, um, I, you know what? I don't think that's that bad, to be perfectly honest with you. Do we want better? Of course we do. Do we expect better? 100%. But, I mean, if, if, if that's his absolute base when he's just learning to play fullback, the other thing you've got to remember is that he's never played with any of these guys. You have a look through this side. I'm trying to find someone that's a rooster that he plays alongside week to week. There isn't a single person in this squad from their week one game. I'll have a look at their week two game. But there's no one in this team that he plays regular footy with. There's no one here that he really knows overly well. So for an 18, 19-year-old to be sent over to England to play in a World Cup, with guys that he doesn't know anyone in this team, essentially, or he hasn't played football with any of these guys anyway, just having a look through the team that he featured in today, I don't think there's a single another rooster in this team. So all things that you have got to take into consideration. I'm not making excuses for him or whatnot. I'm just pointing out the the, the the factual situation that he is in right now. They won this game 72 points to four, and you know people watched the highlights, and there really wasn't that much um, Joseph Suwali in them. And I was a bit shocked as well. A lot of people messaged me this morning. Fuck, he fucked my multi. How did he possibly not score in this game? I understand where you're coming from. If it's 72-4, to 4, I would anticipate that the fullback would score a try. But I know that most of you aren't actually getting up to watch these games. So you're probably not aware of, you know, what's actually happening in these games. You're looking at the score sheets, So we you know Su You go and have a look at the stats. One try assist. Considering they scored, what, eight, ten tries, whatever the hell it was. Not overly impressive. But once again with Sua Lee, when you have a, little, a bit of a deeper dive into the stats... He had 17 runs for 289 metres, so he ran for almost 300 metres. Uh, he had 98 post-contact metres, three tackle breaks, one line break, and three line break assists. So, granted, he didn't have a world of tri-assists. You've got to remember that Jerome Luai, he ended up with five, so the vast majority of them. He still had three line break assists. Jerome Luai got man of the match. He had one line break assist, compared to Sasu Lee's three. Yeah, uh, 289 run metres. I mean, if you take out Brian Toto, who is just a statistical freak, is what I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, another game uh, in 2022, and he's run for 371 metres this morning. Uh, as we said a few few years ago, when Blake Ferguson broke records and shocked the world, he averaged 200. Um, Brian Toto, he's starting to edge his average into the 300 mark. He is fucking incredible, and we are all sleeping on him. But that's another argument for another day. He ran for 289 metres, Sueli. The next best was Tim Laffey, who had the game of his life, in my opinion, and he ran for 250 metres. He had two line breaks. He broke 10 tackles. A monster game from Tim Laffey. Scored two tries as well. Still ran for less metres than Sueli did. Now, Sueli might not be stacking up all the numbers everywhere and tries and tries it's like we expected him to, like, for example, Joey Manu is. But it's funny. I watched that game that New Zealand played the other day, and Joey Manu didn't score a single try, didn't appear on the stat sheet anywhere. No one said anything. No one complained about him. No one said that he was poor or anything like that. Uh, it was a big win that other guys starred in that he didn't have to do too much in. No one really said anything. But when it's Joseph Lee, I get these array of messages of people telling me, shit, I told you it was crap, all this just absolute,
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Dribble. Joey Marno in his game, he had two tries this year, which is fantastic. Outside of that, everything is just about the same as what Sueli did this morning, if not a little bit less, but because we want to target Sueli and we want to paint him with this brush of overrated, not going to be as good as everyone said, up himself, all this sort of bullshit because we just don't like how talented this kid is and the club he's at and whatnot, I just I don't understand the pushback that this kid constantly gets. He is going to be a star. He is like very few we have seen before. There have been guys that have been better than him in their first few seasons or equal to him, but he is a special talent, there is no denying it, he will be a star, but I'm sorry, if you're expecting him to go to a World Cup and absolutely dominate at fullback, a position which he hasn't spent any pre-seasons doing, he has got no reps in whatsoever, he's playing with guys that he has never played before, he's still working out the game of Rugby League essentially, he is doing it so well in first grade because he is a genetic freak, he is still working out where he needs to be standing at fullback, he is still working on his passing game, he's working on a lot of things here, and so he should be because he is a 19-year-old. But please, can we stop the bullshit of expecting this kid if he doesn't score three or four tries or he doesn't score a try in a game, it means he went shit. His stats were incredible from this game. If you just take out the try scores, which I'm sorry, is it really that impressive to score a fucking try in a 80-point victory or whatever the hell it was? 68-point victory, is it really that impressive? Did you see some of the tries that were scored? Did you see how many were out of dummy half? Like, I I just... I, I don't understand why people want to push back on this kid... So hard, it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. You go through their first few tries. Toto scored off a kick. Bolo scored off a rebounded um, kick as well. Danny Levi soft try. Chanel Harris tavita soft try. Royce Hunt just ran through the middle of them as a front row forward. I mean, what I I, I don't know. Like the, Jerome Lui scored the next try where he was just supporting up through the middle. I mean, if Silverle is running on the inside and he just catches that ball and puts it down, does that mean he had a good game all of a sudden? I mean, do we just ignore that he almost ran for 300 metres in a game that you're all telling me he was really quiet in? Three three tackle breaks, one line break, three line break assists. I mean, line break assists, pretty damn impressive. They might not be tries and try assists, but the kid still had a good game. The kid is still maturing in the right direction. It's a matter of time until he's owning and dominating big games like this. For him to even be competing in games at the age he's at and for him to even be selected as the fullback for a, for a team in the World Cup, it's a bloody good knock. Samoa or not, whatever. It wasn't that long ago we were saying Stephen Crichton has to be the next Pennyworth Panthers fullback. They'll have to let go of Dylan Edwards soon. I mean, they've got a handy guy in Stephen Crichton that they could play there, but they know that Sueli is the future. As much as I bag Matt Matt Parrish and some of the guys in the um, Samoan camp, I mean, there was never any question over who was going to be their fullback. It's this kid. Trust people that know what they're talking about. This kid is going to be a star. It doesn't mean he's going to be a star today, but it also doesn't mean that when he doesn't have incredible stats and unbelievable shit going on that he had a poor game, yeah? He can still perform well. He can still run for 300 metres and apparently have a quiet game, which sort of shows where this kid is at. There's times where we go, oh, geez, James Tedesco was quiet. Then we go and look at his stats and go, oh, fuck, he actually ran for 260 metres and had nine tackle breaks. I think Suweli is going to have that sort of impact, especially as he matures throughout his game. You've got to remember he's only going to get to play fullback in little sporadic roles here and there, probably for Samoa or if the, King, or if the Roosters have a huge injury toll, yeah? There's not going to be too many other opportunities. He might get a shot during origin, but you would probably assume that he'll either be in origin or they'll shift Joey Manu back there. Personally, I think there's a good chance he ends up playing left center for the Roosters next year. I think that'll be fucking unreal. I would love to see him out there. Love to see him shift in, hopefully get a little bit more ball. I know what you're thinking. Uh, What about his kick returns? He's so good. Look, you don't have to be so rigid in rugby league. I think that we get too rigid with the way the positions have to be. It's as easy as your centre just drops back and, and your winger slides in one on your third and fourth tackles. You handle it in the exact same fashion. That is how I'd be going about it personally. But... You've got Daniel Tupu out on the left wing, yeah? So it's a bit hard with those two. Who do you shift back? Who do you not? You could take turns doing it. Whatever it might be, they'll have to work that out for themselves. But personally, I think the way that Joey Marner is roaming in this Roosters side, I think having Sua Lee on the right side is a little bit of a waste. In saying that, he holds your width, your winger is forced to stay out on him because if you leave him free, he'll take advantage of you. So so many options that the Roosters have got here. But just lay off this kid. Just let him mature. Just let him grow into the role that he is playing for Samoa. They showed up day one against the home nation. They got punched in the face. What did you expect an 18, 19-year-old to do? That's his first game that has not been a club game, essentially. That is his first, you know, first opportunity to play in the arena outside of this unbelievable rooster system. And he's playing fullback with a bunch of guys he's never met before. And once again... He played pretty fucking well. You know, he still ran for 200 metres and had eight tackle breaks in that first game and a line break. They got beaten 60 to 6. I mean,. I just don't know what more people want out of this guy. I feel like people are hoping and waiting for him to make a mistake so they can jump in and go, so told you he'd be shit. I was right. You're not. You're going to be wrong. If you're not wrong right now, you will be soon. So get used to it. Get behind this kid. Support young guys that are coming through our game and are trying to achieve things. Why don't we want to see absolute superstars in our game? It just puzzles me why people want to go after certain players so much, especially a guy who has literally never done anything wrong. He just turned down a kangaroos jersey to represent Samari, turned down potentially winning a World Cup and throwing away a few hundred K worth of dollars. I mean, Jesus, what more does this kid have to do? I just, I don't know. It just shits me sometimes. I know he's at the Roosters and we don't like the Roosters and I understand that or most people don't like the Roosters, whatever it might be, that is fine. But get behind this kid, support him. He's going to be a star in our game for a very long time.